Hi listeners, this is Molly. With the uncertainty, worry, and fear going on in the world right now, we decided to repost an episode from last season about navigating the feeling of being overwhelmed. Because I don't know about you, but we've all been feeling pretty overwhelmed over the last couple of months. Though we posted the episode originally around the holidays, uh, some of the tips might seem a little simple now, uh, but we think that you'll still find them helpful. They have been for us. One of the first tips is to try to pinpoint the exact source that's causing you to feel overwhelmed. Right now, of course, that might be pretty obvious or seem pretty obvious, a global pandemic unprecedented in our lifetimes. But look deeper. Is it the social distancing and a feeling of isolation that has you feeling so overwhelmed? Maybe it's job loss for you or a loved one. Or maybe it's just too many people asking if you're okay or not enough. We hope this episode still provides some useful tips, even if it's cushioned in the holidays and the normal stress that we all encounter. We know this time is difficult for everyone in different ways. And whether it's virtual connections with family, your work, your pet, your kids, your partner, your hobbies, your faith, music, dancing, or love, as much as you can right now, lean into the things that bring you peace and joy. The dames are here for you. And now, the episode. Hi, I'm Natalia. I'm Gen Z. I'm Molly, a millennial. This is Arnisha, Generation X. And I'm Micah, the Boomer. And And we we are Dame Dame Talk. Talk. Four women, four generations, four unique points of view. Hey listeners, this is Molly. Um, Today we're going to talk about how to handle feeling overwhelmed. Um, So we are getting into the holiday season and there are over in the month of December alone, there are holidays celebrated by at least six religions. So this truly is the holiday season. Um, And so just in our daily lives, even if it's not the holidays, um, it's really easy to get this a feeling of being overwhelmed. We have work, we have our personal lives, families, Oh my gosh, the news <laughs> is enough to overwhelm us on a daily basis. Shopping alone is right. like, yeah, that's true. And then once we add in the holidays or any momentous period of the year, um, it gets even it gets even more, more on our plate, more to balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and as women, a lot of times, all a lot of the things that happen outside of work fall on us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. So I wanted to talk today just a little bit about how can we handle it? How can we balance everything we've got going on? Um, and how can we help ourselves feel a little less overwhelmed? Um, so when I started thinking about this and I, I looked up some different tips that are out there um, and pulled together a few, a few suggestions. So the first one, which seems now that I know it seems a little obvious, but then uh, I, I guess I never thought about it this way, is to stop and figure out exactly what it is that is causing you the most overwhelm. Hmm. And so for me, and I don't know, dames, what you all think, but for me, when I'm feeling a little overwhelmed um, with, you know, I've just got so much work going on or it's a combination of things, um, it's it's hard for me to pick out individual items almost. Um, it's kind of the, the whole is right. what's weighing on you. Right. And so if you kind of take a step back and really 
separate everything out and figure out, is there a specific thing that's causing you to feel overwhelmed or causing you to feel, feel anxiety? Is it three specific things out of the 10 that you feel like that are going on? Um, so what do y'all think about that in terms of like, have you ever, have you ever done that of kind of trying to pinpoint the exact thing or do you get kind of lost in the, in the soup? Yeah. <laughs> and the overwhelmingness. Right, and the overwhelmingness of life. <laughs> I get lost in the soup. <laughs> just, yeah. just like you, Molly, I've never like, um, set, pulled the step back and said, okay, this is, this is the one thing that's really pushing me over the edge. Um, because I feel like when you deal with them individually or each one, that's not what is causing you to feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. It's trying to manage everything. Yeah. And that's what's giving, that's what gives the sense of um, like fear, the sense of, oh my gosh, can I get this all done? You know, it, it's, it's everything in its totality as opposed to let me figure out is if it, is it this one thing? Is it that if I don't go Christmas shopping and I don't have Christmas gifts under the tree, I'm disappointing my family. You know, I've, never, I've never thought about it that way. I really just thought about, okay, I got to go to the store and shop, got to go to grocery shopping, got to make sure we pay the bills, got to go to, like you just think of the gotta, 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 yeah, gotta, gotta, gotta do. That's like, oh my gosh, I have like 20 things I got to do in the next two or three days. And that's what gets me going. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I look at it in that specific way. But what I do start doing when I feel overwhelmed is checking things off my list. Mm -hmm. So then I start feeling a little bit more relief. So I focus on the things that either I've procrastinated on the most, the longest, or something that I can get done quickly and, and you know, just get it off my list and start feeling that relief. Mm hmm. You know, it's so funny that you say that, Micah, because I do that at work when I feel overwhelmed at work. I'll stop. I'll make a list of every single thing that I have to do. And then I start getting things done. Right. right. So at work, I'm pretty systematic and working through being overwhelmed. Right. And it helps when you don't have all of these things around, you know, revolving around your head of, oh, my gosh, we have I have like all of these projects. But I do not do that in my personal life. In my personal life, I do not. I, I don't even remember. I don't make like a list of things I need to do and start checking them off. I do that at work, but I don't bring that to life in my in my personal life. Which is odd because it probably would help you, right? If you just did this, if it works at work, it would work at Absolutely. home. Absolutely. <laughs> it sure would. And why did I never think of that? <laughs> well, you know, this actually kind of brings me back to uh, <clears throat> our Dream Talk episode on time management. Guys, go uh, check that out real quick. <laughs> After this episode, though. But... It kind of remind, uh, reminds me of the analogy, um, like, of the messy fridge scenario. So if you have, like, all these different, like, food items and stuff in your fridge just, like, cluttered, how are you going to make that wonderful, scrumptious little recipe? Um, mm. And what you were saying, Arnisha, about, like, paying the bills and, like, thinking about, like, holiday plans, like, all the stuff that's in the future, like, that's great to, um, like, figure out long-term goals. But right now I'm actually using that for short-term goals because – finals time is coming up and um I like the way I study I study in like terms of like I guess order mm -hmm. so the first like final that I have I'm dedicating most of my time to that and then okay. obviously I'll dedicate more time to the other ones but like in order of like right. when I'm gonna have the final so I think that tip can really help for like settling long-term goals but also the short-term ones mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah it's very versatile yeah, yeah. totally so when we think about then, you know, pinpointing the one thing or the couple of things that are really driving that feeling of being overwhelmed, then the kind of the next step from that was to really think about, does that have to get done right now? 
Mm. And you have to be the one who does it. Mm. So oh. <laughs> I really felt that because oh, I feel like I have to like, oh my God, all of this like uh, responsibility is on me. Like if I'm going to be a responsible, like yes. functioning adult, like yes. I have to be able to do everything with no help. Like mm-hmm. I am supposed to be like the one that's doing everything. So like, right, wow, right. I really, I feel attacked. And if we all get into this, this mindset yeah. and we all have like a sense of, even if we don't think about it, we all have a little bit of a sense of control, For sure. yeah. whether it's our, it's our work or it's our personal life. But like, you want to have this fear of control and influence that, you know, mm-hmm. because if, if you care about something and you take it, take it to heart, you want it to be done, you know, quote unquote, right. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, so I think part of it is, and all the other tips kind of go off of this is like to really think about wait, do I have to be the one who does this? Does it have to be done right now? Um, and does it have to be done the way that I think it should exactly. be done, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does it have to be done the way I have it in yeah. my mind? Mm-hmm. Is there another way to do it? Mm-hmm. So um, speaking of lists, another tip that came up was make a list of everything you're not going to do. Wow. So when oh, you got so when you're boring. when you're flying around, <laughs> you're, you're wow. sweating through the wow. overwhelm and all the things that you feel like you have to do and you have to do and you have to do and you have to do. Figure out what the most important things are. Natalia, to your point, figure out what that order of priority is. Mm-hmm. Then make a list of the things that just don't really matter. Or maybe they don't matter right now. Maybe you make a list of, you know what, I'm not gonna do this this month. I'm gonna do this in January because it really it's not going to add to my life. It's not going to help this work project to do it in this moment. Let me focus time on that when I'm going to have the energy for it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So thinking about things you're not going to do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Then setting boundaries, actually sticking to that, helping yourself. You know, you've made a decision on what the most important items are. You've made a decision on the things you're not going to focus on right now. Set your boundaries, whether that's just figuring out the 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 yes column and the no column right. <laughs> or figuring out the time or the space that you're going to dedicate to this, but setting those boundaries for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then kind of building off Natalia, what you said, um, ask for help. Delegate. Oh. <laughs> if you're, if you're working, you know, delegate to someone yeah, if you yeah, can yeah. Um, share the work with somebody else mm-hmm. or ask for help. And I think that's so good for either for work and for personal lives, yes, mm-hmm. especially around the holidays. You know, we always see a lot of times the women in our lives, maybe it's us mm-hmm. who are, in the kitchen, decorating for the the house, you know, greeting everyone when they come over, handling all the shopping, you know, we don't all have to do that. You know, there's a, we can ask for someone else to do that. And if it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think being open to that, that collaboration and really, really helping, helping each other out. And really knowing why you're doing what you're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you think about decorating the house for the holidays and making those cookies or cook, you know, whatever it is you, are you doing it for yourself or are you doing it for others? And do the others really appreciate it? <laughs> a lot of times you see people come, you know, like, okay, it's time to decorate. And everyone's like, Oh, we don't want to do it. You know? So maybe it's time to let that go. Maybe, you know, there's certain things that you think are traditions and you yeah. have to do them. Maybe it's yeah. okay that you don't yeah. this year. Yeah. You or, Oh, go ahead. No, it's yeah. so funny because I like a, a fresh Christmas tree. Mm. But for the past couple years, my family could hear us. Like, <laughs> right. they, they just right. don't care. So there was a time, of course, when my son was younger, we would go and we'd pick out the tree. And oh. we, there was like more of a, you know, there was, it was a ritual, an annual ritual right. that we had. But for like the past couple years, it's like, no, mom, but let me know when you get here. I'll take it off the top of the car. Like, it's. <laughs> 
Sometimes as a parent, this is, you know, obviously personal, that as a mom can be very difficult to do. I've spoken to so many other mothers about this. It does get overwhelming as a mother, especially when your kids are little. Um, and if some of us, including myself, had been better at letting the dad do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've seen we that. We would yeah. be a lot less overwhelmed. But what we struggle with is they don't do it the way we do. It. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm not saying dads don't love their kids as much as moms do because they absolutely do. Yeah. They just love on them differently. Right. So when there are certain things that need to be done for your child, you want to do that. Yeah. But when you're trying to do that and clean the house and work and do everything, you get overwhelmed daily. Like every single day you feel like you're sinking every yeah. single day. But if you would just get to a point where you would say, OK, and it took me a long time. I think my son might have been eight or nine before I finally just said, Okay, it doesn't matter if he's not playing with them and hanging out with them like I do. He's not in the house alone, right? Because dads do things differently, especially with their with their sons. Like, okay, we can bind bond on certain things, but other things, I don't want to play that. You go play it. <laughs> and the mom will go, Oh, come on, I'll play with you. I don't want you to do that by yourself. The mom's like, hey, have it. And I'll be over there if you need me. Which is good for the kids. Right, he's building in kids, yeah, right? right. But for a mom, it's different. But it took me a long time where I finally just said, okay, it's all right. Who cares? If I want to go out and hang out with my girlfriends for seven hours, spend the day with them, mm -hmm. and if they're like in two different rooms coexisting for seven hours, who cares? Right. He's not. He, he's, he's safe. Right. If he needs his father, his father's there. He's going to make sure he eats. He's cared for, but they're not. They're, he's not going to care for him the way I do. Once I finally get to the point where I said, okay, I don't care. I, I need my time. Yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. But it took so long to do that mm -hmm. because you, you want people to care for things the way you would do it. Yeah. But once you say, all right, it doesn't matter. He's going to do it and he won't be hurt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he'll, you know, he'll, he'll be okay. Yeah. Then you can let go and you, you won't feel the guilt of allowing, you know, mm -hmm. the father or somebody else to, to take your child so you can, you know, take some of the pressure off of yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I remember I recognize that because I have a friend, he would bring his daughter out. And he'd have her diapers in his pockets <laughs> and he'd have something else in another pocket and he'd go like there was no bag Dad, with every little thing that she could possibly need. He was just, let's go, let's roll. Yeah, and different. she was 
fine, yes, right? And yes, I was like, yes. he had, you know, minimal things that he yep. had to carry and he right. could take her anywhere. Right. And I was like, oh, there's See, something to that. But a mom would be like, what? <laughs> Are you doing, you know, she like, that's all right. Don't take my baby. You know? <laughs> that's right. I got it. It's true. Um, so I just kind of wanted to shed light on a different perspective because um, the, I think this tip is very helpful, um, but it's a little different for single moms. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I was growing up, it was just me and my mom. Um, she used to work for this big company, you know, um, as a manager, like a managerial position. But then the whole like recession happened and everything. And unfortunately she was let go. But because of her like credentials, she was able to like find better jobs and stuff like that. Like the same managerial positions, like with companies, but with that, she wasn't able to like spend time with me or like be able to, and because like we don't have like a nanny or anything, Mm -hmm. we're not like crazy rich or anything like that. Um, Like I would either have to stay with my grandparents or like with a friend and stuff like that. Like, but there's so much stigma with, like, being a single mom. Like, oh, um, especially, like, in history. Like, oh, you weren't able to, like, keep your marriage. Like, what kind of a wife or mother are you? You know, mm-hmm. like, your kid, like, you have to go work and your kid, like, isn't being raised by a mom. Like, there's so much stigma surrounding it. Especially because I was kind of lucky because I still had family. Mm-hmm. I had, my mom mm-hmm. had, like, a lot of supportive friends that, like, were able to take care of me. Um, and like, she was, you know, making good money because she had like a master's degree and like a bunch of experience, but let's say for like lower income single mothers or like, um, undocumented mothers or something like that, like people that don't have the same support system, like Mm -hmm. they, they have to, it's not really a pride issue. It's more of like a stigma issue. Mm -hmm. Um, but they do have to kind of swallow their situation and be able to like, find people that they can ask for help because right, if right. they don't like they're really going to be burnt out and like yeah. cause yeah. more problems than yeah good. yeah so yeah i hear you natalia my mom was also a single mom when i was young and um of course at the time i had no idea how hard it was yeah <laughs> before i'm just like kid you don't learn right and like now the the older i get i just I, yeah i can't even imagine you know and again like we were lucky too she had a good job we had you know Mm. friends in the neighborhood she had several siblings you know yeah um and grandparents and all that but um yeah absolutely it's a lot there are a lot more considerations that have to go into everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um we all have to ask for help i think the yeah. point is yeah. being able yeah. to ask yeah. for help mm-hmm. right. you know and looking for those trustworthy sources that mm-hmm. you can ask mm-hmm. for yes, help right. and yep. know that you would do it for them right, right. if somebody mm-hmm. asks you for help and you know you would help them then you should right. feel the same yeah. way about asking them for absolutely that. in your personal life and i think in work life mm-hmm. yeah, yeah for sure um and so then as we, we think about a, a couple other things um I think about this particularly for when I'm thinking about some projects at work mm. is uh, just get it done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Don't overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect is the enemy of good. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, we don't yeah. need everything to be perfect. Um, I think, you know, some of us have a perfectionism that kind of like runs through everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have maybe selective perfectionism, mm-hmm. <laughs> which has actually helped me, um, mm-hmm. you know, in those times where it's like, you know what? we just need to get this done. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not going to be, you know, the external um, communications piece of the year that we're going to share with everybody. <laughs> this is, yeah. this is just an internal, yeah. you know, this, uh-huh. you know, things yeah. just need to get done sometimes. Um, so I think remembering when, again, stepping back and thinking about, okay, what can we just get done? Mm-hmm. What can our team just yeah. get done? Cause we need to get it done. It's not the most important. It's not the priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
It's not a permission to be sloppy. It's just totally. a, yeah. right? it's just a permission to That's just right. give, yep. get the basics done. Mm-hmm. Get it out the door. Right. Do, don't yeah. be fancy. Don't yep. rethink it. Overthink it. All That's that right. kind of stuff. That's yeah, right. mm-hmm. exactly. There's nothing wrong with good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like good. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, right. But you know, the other point you made that I like about that is focus. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you apply not only at work, but you can apply at home too. Like, yep. With all of the things that are going on, if you say, if I just got to get this done, that means that you're honing in and mm-hmm. focusing on a specific thing. Yeah. And that is a big part of like getting rid of that, that overwhelming feeling, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Just being able to focus to get it done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then along with that and what's been said earlier, um, when you do finish something, maybe it's something you've been pro- procrastinating on or you started it, but you didn't complete it. Um, once you get it done, reward yourself. Take a little Ooh, break. Whether that's glass of wine. Oh, like, <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Oh, no, like, like, that's like, <laughs> can you see where I'm at? Or, <laughs> or, you know, just crossing it off the list. You know, like something, something amazing. Yeah, that's not enough. <laughs> that's not a treat. <laughs> take that much more effort to finish it um and just yeah. again focus but like mm-hmm. get to that one thing finish it so you get that sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. um and then take a break uh whatever that break may be a glass <laughs> of wine a walk around the block yeah. you know, whatever um a cookie a cookie <laughs> or two yeah. right or more yeah. <laughs> and then the last one that i thought was really helpful was figure out what works for you so I think, you know, when we think about setting boundaries, um, we talked a little bit about this in the, the work-life balance episode is figuring out if what works for you is that you do work, you show up at work 9am, you leave at 5pm and you have to stick to those, those work, uh, those work hours so that you can fit in the other parts of your, the other parts of your life. Maybe it's really that, you know what, to help you stop feeling so overwhelmed at this particular moment, um, you have to do a little bit of work on the weekend. Yeah. So maybe you're not as productive yeah. during the workday mm. because you have other things going on, you're in mm-hmm. meetings all day, whatever it might be. Yeah. So adding a couple hours of work on the weekend is actually going to help you feel better. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think not feeling, not That's beating good. yourself up about that and not, not punishing yourself for working on your off hours, but figuring out what works for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then again, though, still having those boundaries and realizing what that trade-off is. Yeah. I remember a manager uh, gave me the advice of, either at the beginning of the week or the end of the weekend, look at your calendar for the week to see what the landscape is for mm-hmm. you and help you kind of figure out your week. Mm-hmm. And that also can relieve some um, that your sense of being overwhelmed because now you're like, okay, I know that on my Wednesday that I'll have time to get certain things done. Yes, so you can yes, kind of yes. plot your own time. Yes. And then to your point, Molly, boundaries, setting boundaries around if that Wednesday really is open, don't fill it up, you know, because yep. you've already planned in your mind. That's when I'm going to get certain yep. things done mm-hmm. so that you do yourself a disservice if you let that time go. And then you don't then all of a sudden by the end of the week, you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't get anything done. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really looking forward. So it could be, I think, a Sunday just to make you feel like, OK, let's see how my week looks and then holding to those open time slots to help you get things done. Yeah. I, I you know, I, 
in theory, I like that. <laughs> in practice. Yeah, it, it, it can be more challenging in practice. I've worked for companies that are very meeting intensive. Uh, yes. And even in those organizations, I have literally, at the beginning of the week, you, look, right, just, right. you look at your days and you have it's a bunch of meetings that happen the same day every week, right? Because they're meeting intensive environments. So I have literally scheduled time like on block my calendar yeah, to and work. Then they and still, literally, it yeah. works. Yeah. And then they will still schedule because yeah. everybody knows what all of the recurring meetings are. So they figure, okay, so then she must be free at this yeah. time. And they will still schedule meetings during during that time. So and like I said, in theory, I think it's great. But in certain environments, it can be very, very challenging um, to manage your own time. But yeah, then I think sure. unless it's your manager or your manager's manager, sometimes you have to decline that meeting. Yep, that's true. Um, right. If it's Same, so, that's yeah. That's so if true. yeah, so tip. there are instances where you, there's true. certain people you can't say no to. Right. But yeah. there are people that you can say no and reschedule on your time. That's that true. you have. That's open. very true. So you know. That's very once again true. setting boundaries. Yeah. And being I'm not okay. Good at that. I'm just um, not good at I like saying no. I'm not. <laughs> See, women, it's very hard no. to say no. No, no, with most women, not with Mike. <laughs> see myself like kind of go into this like I don't know like womenly act where like especially when it comes to males like unfortunately like I am a little intimidated by men you and, are in like, oh my if, gosh you gotta hang around us like, more like, often like if I have a male <laughs> professor or something like that you gotta hang around us yeah. more often I know, I'm sorry. Not, like, not like when I'm like hanging out with people or like meeting new guys or something like that like if it's a co-worker or like if but it's a more senior a man like, yeah. Yeah, yeah if okay. it's like a man in like I understand um, that. above me or something yeah. like that then I always have like I am a people pleaser but I mean yeah. I'm starting to learn to like put myself first but because like it's kind of like the old school mentality Absolutely. has been ingrained um, when it comes to like pleasing professors or pleasing a boss or something like that, then like instead of thinking like, oh, I respect you, but you should al- also respect me. It's just like, what am I doing wrong? What can I do to improve? Like, how yeah, how yeah. can I make you happy so that I can like benefit in the rewards of like getting a good grade or getting like a promotion or like yeah. getting a recommendation? But like, I shouldn't have to feel that way. No, I, I, I still feel that way. Yeah, I do. But it's not just with men, right? right? It's it's. In general, you know, like I, mm. the first thing I do in those situations is check myself first. What could I have done differently? You know, yeah. could I have communicated better? Could I have done this better? Like I always start with myself to see what I did wrong. You yeah. want to be accountable. You want to be responsible. Mm-hmm. But it's not just with men. That's the difference. Yeah. So if it's just with men for you, then yeah, you got to hang out with us more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like they have wine. Yeah. Yeah. And cookies. When you're 21. Yeah, she can have, have cookies now. All right, I'll have the wine. You have the cookies. It's just strange because like I, I do catch myself doing that with like men who are superior to me. But also when it comes to women that are superior to me, I have like that mutual respect, but also like because I feel like we're kind of on the same playing field because we're women. women. I'm like, oh, um, I'm like obviously intimidated by you because like you're higher up than me, but also I'm a little competitive because like, oh, I want to get to where you are. You're a woman, I can do that too. You know? Okay, got I it. should be able to think that same way when it comes to men. Like, oh, you're yeah. in like my same field but you're more senior than me. You worked hard. I can work just as hard and get to where you are. Right. Absolutely. So I want to get to that. You will. Yeah. Yeah. You, you will. will. Yeah. But it also speaks to having women in senior positions so that you can. For sure. Right. Absolutely. Representation matters. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, really it does. does. It does. And also I'm 
just going to be, you know, I'm going to be frank <clears throat> here. It's also being around more senior men and realizing that they don't particularly know that much more. Oh, than no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> particularly. It's not like they know more than, than yeah. anybody else. Mm. So the more that you see that, the more confident mm. you'll be, yeah. you'll feel. And you're, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll feel more confident. Sometimes they know less. Yeah. You know, but they don't, sure. they don't think that. Right. And they're, they're great. They're always, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're great. But with, with time, I mean, you, you, you're not even really in the workforce. Yeah. So. <laughs> but recognizing that mm-hmm. and, you know, then knowing that this is something that you can work on, yeah. work towards. That's, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And right. seeing it, you know, like what yeah. did, what did um, Mitzi say in our um, other discussion? She said self-aware. You talked about self-awareness. Uh, the fact that you even know that. Yeah. Is yeah. that's but a huge thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I am like kind of seeing that other girls in my generation, like I guess because me, like growing up with an immigrant mom that's like kind of old school, like mm-hmm. that mentality being passed over to me. I do see a lot of other people that like grew up with millennial parents and stuff like that where they're like, you and like a boy in the same class are equal. Like don't ever get less yourself. Yeah, millennial parents. <laughs> <laughs> being more like confident and stuff like that so right. it's it's very refreshing to see that like yeah I might have like some quirks that I need to figure out but it's good that a great majority is like going against the grain and like kind yes. of figuring themselves out in the workplace yes. Yes. there yes. is hope yes, yes. absolutely you'll be fine especially you can make going to the military too yeah <laughs> you'll be fine yeah all right dames well this has been a great discussion about mm-hmm. both yes. how we can handle feeling overwhelmed in the workplace and a great little side discussion on uh <laughs> women's role in the workplace and how we are you know just as good as the boys out there mm-hmm. that's um, right it's not better, better. <laughs> um so just recapping what we talked about so if you're feeling overwhelmed with work personal life maybe holidays or you know a big moment that's going on um Take a few minutes or longer than it takes, <laughs> longer than that if it takes, however long it takes, um, figure out exactly what's causing you to feel overwhelmed um, and then start going through a process to figure out if you actually have to do that thing or those things. Um, can someone else do them? Can they be done later when you have more energy and space for it? Um, make a list of the things you're not going to do to remind yourself that those are off limits right now. Um, set your boundaries. Um delegate work or share it with somebody else or ask for help. Um, just get it done. Remember that there's nothing wrong with good. Good enough is often good enough. <laughs> um, do something that maybe you started, but you didn't complete and really starts paying attention to that sense of accomplishment that you get. Um, figure out what works for you. So if those boundaries aren't the, you know, quote unquote, typical workday boundaries or, um, uh, you know, you need to do something outside of that time. Figure that out. If that's what works for you, it's going to help you in the long run. And then I like what Micah added. Just say no. <laughs> Learn how to say no. Um, if you have too many meetings that are getting scheduled, if you have things that are coming onto your plate that you are, you do not have time for, say no. Uh-huh. Um, I you know, of course I'm Yeah. And we can all, um, you know, get better at, at practicing saying no. Yes. I can leave that episode. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes let's add that Stay to the tuned. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you listeners um, for staying tuned and um, a very happy holiday season to all of you. Um, whatever holiday you may celebrate. And if not, then I hope you just enjoy this, this festive time of year. If you have any questions, email us at dametalk4 at gmail.com. 
That's DameTalk and the number four at Gmail. To learn more about us and these topics, check out our website at dametalkpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. This is Dame Talk. We don't know everything, but we know enough.